I'm Elisa Mortensen, and this is Undo Redo. Let's take a look at all the things that happen in life that we would like to undo and have a chance to redo. Hey guys, welcome to Undo Redo Podcast. Finding out how many relationships we have has quite literally changed my life. And I'm not talking about the ones we have with other people. I'm going to tell you about the ones I didn't even know existed before life coaching. I hope this blows your mind like it blew my mind. I have a relationship with my daily routine, with the routines of others I'm living around. I have a relationship with my job, with my spouse's job. Yeah, you heard me right. We have relationships with many things we maybe haven't even considered before. But they're there whether you know it or not, and they're very real, so we may as well explore them. There are so many more, too. I'm just going to keep going. We have relationships with money, with our health, with the food we eat. There's the relationship we have with our body, with our belongings, with our home, how we manage our time, with organization, how we take care of our belongings, our relationship with our talents, our personality, our confidence, our identity. And this one totally blew me away. We have a relationship with our past and we have a relationship with our future. All of these are considered relationships. And I'm a relationship coach. Does this not blow your mind? Now, I will tell you that I am extremely qualified and really good at coaching anyone in any of these areas. However, my favorite relationship to coach is the one with a difficult person or someone you're in charge of caretaking for when the struggle with another person who needs us and depends on us causes our heart rate to rise and we experience fear and worry very often. Sometimes we just carry worry with us. Maybe they don't appreciate us or see our efforts or hear our repeated requests asking for them to change. We have no control over what happens or how things turn out. Maybe they disapprove of us completely and we're unable to reach or connect with them in the ways that we would like to. What if they have terrible behavior and that's causing all sorts of problems and then that carries into other areas of our life where we repeatedly argue with the same people over the same issues? Anyway, after a while, our relationships show up in our body in stress. It causes the inability to sleep, overeating, and anxiety or panic attacks. And it shows up in our spirit because we have set ourselves aside in order to take care of what needs to be taken care of that's right in front of us. We set ourselves aside. This is my very favorite because relationships are the one thing we can invest our effort into that will last forever forever be with us and them. I personally want to make sure I did everything I could, and I hope you do too. It would be silly not to. It brings a higher and up-leveled way of living in communication, and it brings a higher and up-leveled you in a way you never knew you could be. That's why it's my favorite, and that is where my specialty is. I'm really good at this. Sign up for a 45-day undo redo of your own. I take you through three simple steps in six short weeks that works every single time. Once I've guided you through the undo-redo process, you'll have the ability to use this skill because it was based on the actual experience of doing it. 
This positions you to become more impactful in your own life and in the lives of others. Because I have undone and redone painful relationships and overcome my fear and anxiety in my own behavior patterns and my own relationship with them, I know what it takes. So I created these steps for you to join me in being an example of what's possible in relationships. Someone who wants to turn things around, this is for you. And it's easy to access financially in the month of January of 2024, because if you sign up during this month and use the code 2024DEBUT, you get 50% off this session. It will be full price after that. Now, for this episode, the one lesson that gets you everything you want. Okay, I'm not going to drag on this episode. I wanted to at first, but it suits you as the listener best to have the most simplified version possible. I'm going to use the example of losing weight because we can all relate to that one. First, we have the desire. Now, about desire, it can be defined as wishing or longing, desperate for, have the need for. Let's give the example of weighing less or having our bodies be shaped different than it is now. Feeling better in our clothes, whatever reasons it may be, to not be embarrassed in public, to just have better thoughts about yourself, just changing your body, okay? Then from that desire and all of our reasons, you may try to align your actions and behavior with getting there. You'll start talking about it because it supposedly makes you more accountable to tell people what your goals are. You may have a vague idea of what you could do to get this desire, And you think about doing those things, but the days go by and you end up making lots of excuses as to why you can't or you just haven't yet. You say you will tomorrow or next week. Does this sound familiar? We've all done this. And we go along unchanged in our routine. How about the thought, I'll do it tomorrow. Meanwhile, you may be indulging. Some people, I know I do it. I'm going to fit in all my favorite foods before I stop eating them. I just end up gaining more weight. But spinning this desire in your head for however long, sometimes years, is just not useful because it's only in your mind. It gives you a false sense of having been working on it. Like, oh, I've been trying to lose weight for years. And the brain can feel like the hard work is being done every time you revisit the desire and you spin it and then you revisit it again and you kind of hold on to it really tight but there are no sustainable efforts put in. This is supporting an all or nothing mentality, an all or nothing kind of diet. It's a very short-term solution caused by a feeling of disliking ourselves. Disliking where you are at now, we avoid being upset by putting a lot of pressure on ourselves in a disciplinary action. Like you must feel better now, but feeling better doesn't work that way. It never has. Like, hurry and lose the weight so you can feel better. It just doesn't work that way. You can plug anything that you have a desire for into this scenario. Like, for instance, if you have a desire to get organized or to be on time for things, if you have a desire to stop yelling at your kids or arguing with your spouse, how about a desire to not eat certain foods anymore or a desire to end procrastination? It all works the same way. You feel that desire for change, and you want to answer that desire immediately so you can quit feeling so awful. You want it now. 
you look for instant fixes, maybe you're Googling some things, and you believe if you could just make yourself get it done real quick, then you can enjoy and then you'll feel better. But that's not the way to getting your desire. I'm going to talk about commitment now because commitment is the key that you put into the lock of desire. Just putting it in and giving it a turn unlocks anything that you want. Imagine you're standing at the end of a dark hallway. You're facing a door that had the word that has the word desire on it. And you know, everything you ever wanted is behind it. Whatever your desire is, there's a bright light shining from inside, not allowing you to get in or get what you desire, but it's just on the other side of that door. And you have the key. I'm giving you the key right now. The key to this door of your desire, everything you wanted on the other side, the key is commitment. If you haven't used this key in the way it's meant to, you have to align the key with the shape of the hole, place it inside, and turn in the correct direction. See how simple and small those steps are? We use a key. So the key is commitment. How are you using commitment? That depends on whether or not you get through that door. This is the part we overcomplicate. Go ahead and put everything you know about commitment aside. Act like I am teaching you about commitment for the very first time. Go to a place in your mind that you don't yet have an opinion about the word commitment. Okay. Now, I'm going to teach you something. Simply put, if someone were to watch your life on a video, someone were to observe you and your routines, someone were to listen to your talk and see clearly the manner in which you live, would it align with and support what is locked behind that door of desire? Commitment is an action, one of deciding Deciding to be someone who does tiny things consistently. That's it. It's so simple. If someone said, what is commitment? I would say it's an action. You just decide to do a bunch of little things all the time. And those tiny things trend your life toward what is behind that door. So the first is the part where we break down whatever it is that we need to do next into the tiniest piece possible. Things that are effortless and doable. Like if you're going to go work out in the morning, you can set your workout clothes out. You can set an alarm. And if you don't get up on the alarm, you get up on the fifth alarm, you set five alarms. So you get up at the right time. Little tiny things. When your alarm goes off, there's another tiny little step. Just get dressed. That's it. Just put your clothes on. And then just brush your teeth. It's so easy and so doable that you just can't not do it. The tiny little steps that don't cause much discomfort or lead us into mind drama about doing it. If you notice the mind drama happening, break it down even further and get so curious about what tiny little thing could you do next. And then do those tiny little things that work for you over and over all the time. Because everything you've ever wanted will be on the other side of doing all the many tiny things consistently. That's commitment. You can plug anything into tiny steps. Don't overthink this. That's where our mind gets in the way. Plan it out 
as if you were telling a small child step-by-step. What if what you desire is organization? One of your first steps, walk over to the drawer or shelf or walk to your vehicle. Open it. Remove all items that are not attached from the drawer or shelf or vehicle. Make piles of items that are alike. Take a look and ask yourself what you currently have used. Maybe currently could be in this last year. Where could you get rid of all the other unnecessary items? How could you categorize them and place them somewhere different that has like items? Put back only what you'll definitely use. And put it back in a way that's easily found, easily kept in order, and able to be accessed. How about if your desire is weight loss? Okay, the way we commit is important. One time my action was simply holding one thought in my head. And it happened to be my biggest reason for the most effective health change I have ever had. And my thought was, I have a healthy body if I am currently feeding myself things that support being healthy. And I will move intentionally for 20 minutes, five days a week. That's it. I just thought to myself every day as I go to eat, I have a healthy body if I am currently feeding myself things that support being healthy. And I would take a tally of how many days I've moved in the week. And I just was like, oh yeah, I have to intentionally move for 20 minutes, five days a week. And that thought was in the front of my mind because I committed to having it there. And that tiny thought is just an example of the tiniest thing that I did over and over. And I made it important enough to me that no matter what, no matter where I was or what I was around, it was just so simple I couldn't not do it. A few tiny next steps could be put in place for being on time, for starting to set things out the night before, going to bed earlier, um, putting countdown alarms for keeping track of when it's time to leave, for cutting things out of your morning routine, like checking your phone if that's what makes you late, getting yourself all ready earlier, and if you have time to kill before you leave, use it for pick up and put away or a quick wipe down of a small area of the house or go to your car early and start to remove a few items that you won't need throughout your day or week. You could scrub a few stains and begin a load of laundry, but you're all ready to go so you get to leave right on time. So getting to the thing that we desire is a big deal, especially if you have wanted to have it for a long time. We get to have what we desire, and it all depends on our level of commitment. Don't let your brain make it a huge complicated thing. Get on a free call with me to sort this out if you need, and I'm here to help you. Sign up for 45-Day Undo Redo to learn how to create the relationships you never knew were possible. You can have it. I love you all, and I'll talk to you again next week.